This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. fellow white guys it's about to be the new year and there are some things you really need to work on no that's uh not what i believe it's what mtv believes yeah apparently mtv still around and in an effort to be culturally relevant they have said that there are some things that some white guys need to work on so they produced a little video and they released it on online And so people uh, heard it and thought, wow, this is wildly inappropriate. And then they quickly tried to get rid of it. But apparently NPD doesn't know that nothing is ever completely gone from the Internet. So we have a copy of some of it. And we're going to share some of the audio that begins. Hey, fellow white guys, it's about to be the new year. And there's some things you got to work on. So let's go to the audio now. Hey, fellow white guys. It's about to be a new year. And there's a few things we think you could do a little bit better in 2017. First off, okay, hold it a recognize- second. Hold it right off. Um, I'm going to need you to start that from the top. It starts with a white guy and then goes to a bunch of diverse uh, you know, characters on the, on the video. But what they have is the white guy who starts it to give some validity. But what he could have also said was, hey, fellow effeminate white guys. Hey, fellow nerdy white... He represents white guys in general. Listen to this again. Listen, ready? Hey, fellow white guys. It's about to be a new year. <laughs> and there's a few things we think you could do a little bit better in 2017. First off, try to recognize that America was never great for anyone who wasn't a white guy. Can we all just... Agree? I gotta th- throw a flag in the play right there. America was never great unless you were white. Never, ever. There's not one person who has ever been successful or enjoyed America if they weren't white, ever. It's never happened. There's never been anybody rich. In fact, by any measure that you could measure success or happiness in America, it has not existed outside of white people. It's been their exclusive domain. Although there's a whole lot of uh, rich black people, Hispanic people, Asian people over the years I mean, even all the way back in the 1800s, there were quite a few, by what would be if you adjust for inflation, millionaires that happen to be black. So it's obviously not money standards she's talking about. Uh, it's never been great. What does she mean? By, oh, there's never been any heroes. Never anybody doing the right thing, war heroes, except white 
people will know that's been that. Okay, maybe she means it's never been great because there was racism. Uh, There's a point being lost here that um, nobody has had it perfect. Doesn't matter where you're from, what you are, who you are. Somebody has something working. I'm from Cleveland. You don't think that worked against me? People from from New York, California, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm from Cleveland. Right, right. I'm from Cleveland. That's not going to win me any uh, any success automatically. So, yeah, maybe racism happened. Maybe you were experiencing racism at times, a victim of racism at times. But guess what? Everybody has things that don't work out so well for them. Crosses to bear. It's not a, it's not a validation or a justification or an excuse of racism. It's wrong. But you got to understand, nobody has a perfect life. Everybody has opportunities. So you white people need to work on some things. Let's let's continue. Here we go. Three, the Black Lives Matter isn't the opposite of all lives matter. Black lives just matter. There's no need to overcomplicate it. Also, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, matter- wait a minute. Did anybody ever say it's the opposite? No. I never said all lives matter is the opposite of black lives matter. All lives matter is inclusive. It's the true inclusive because it also includes black lives. Why are you segregating black lives? In this. And blue lives, listen to them about blue lives mattering. Here we go. There's no need to overcomplicate it. Also, blue lives matter isn't a thing. Cops weren't born with blue skin, right? I mean, yeah, they weren't born blue. Okay, I see what he's got here. Okay. It's okay to be a jackhole to people if they're cops. You, in fact, based on their, um, their occupation, you could treat them as poorly as you want. No matter how successful they are, what good they're doing with their occupation, you can be mean to them as long as it's not based on race. That's the only way you can't be mean to people. Because blue lives, that's not a thing. You were born with blue skin. It's just your job. So we can treat you poorly. Got it. Okay, nice to know. A little bit more. Yeah, they weren't born blue. Stop bragging about being woke. Stop saying woke. Learn what mansplaining is. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. I kind of agree with them on that one. Can we stop saying woke? I didn't know woke was a thing. I'm looking online, I'm like, what is this woke? In fact, they were bagging on Glenn Beck for being woke. Did you see his picture? <laughs> it's Glenn with the uh, the hat that makes him look like the warden in uh, uh, Cool Hand Luke. He has that and the glasses on and the Glenn Beck woke. And I was like, what is this woke thing? Okay, that's really dumb. I agree with you on that one. Let's stop saying woke. A little bit more. They weren't born blue. Stop bragging about being woke. Stop saying woke. Learn what mansplaining is. And then stop doing it. Oh, and if you're a judge, don't prioritize the well-being of an Ivy League athlete over the woman he assaulted. We all love Beyonce. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. An Ivy League athlete. Is, is he talking about Brock Turner? Was he the athlete the, over the woman he assaulted? Clearly somebody who sexually assaulted people on campus. You know what's really funny about that? They're really concerned with that, but they have no concern for what Brock Turner has gone through in his life. Now, that may, you may agree that doesn't matter, Doc. He did something wrong. And I would agree he did something wrong, so maybe you don't have a lot of sympathy for him. However, there are students on the Ohio State University campus who just a couple of weeks ago, after the guy drove the car into the crowd and then got out and started stabbing people, who held a, a memorial to people, that were, people of color that were killed by cops, and they included that guy on the list. And their argument was, you don't understand what he went through in his life to get him to the point that he would be willing to drive a car into a crowd of people and then get out and stab them. So they're concerned with his motivations, but not with Brock Turner's. 
You just got to stop justifying that stuff. Or, or anybody else who rapes on campus. Rapists, you don't have to concern yourself what got them there, but terrorists you do. Okay, okay. A little more with what white guys can do better in 2017. Here we go. Oh, and if you're a judge, don't prioritize the well-being of an Ivy League athlete over the woman he assaulted. We all love Beyonce. And yeah, she's black. So of course she cares about black issues. (laughs) I'm talking to you, Fox News. Feel free to take Kanye West, though. You guys can have him. You know what you did, Kanye. Nobody who has black friends Uh says that they have black friends. And just because you have black friends doesn't mean you're not racist. You could be racist with black friends. Look, guys, we know nobody's perfect. (laughs) But honestly, you could do a little Uh better in 2017. Some of you guys Mm -hmm. do a great job. Right. Some of you don't. Please, because 2016 is bad. 2017 can't be worse than this, all right? Because this is bad. There it is. So hopefully you fellow white guys now understand what you could do better in 2017. Cal is uh, spinning the dials, radio style for us in New York City this morning. And uh, Cal, um, you are not uh, a white man. I mean, on the outside, uh, it kind of looks that way. Yeah, you you're you're fairly light, but you are of uh, Middle Eastern descent. Yes, so, yes, I am. Although you're a male, so there's probably some things you can do better. Um, would, would you agree with this that the, the white people? There's a lot of stuff we need. White guys, what we need to do better? Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't. I don't actually at all. Disagree. Really? Completely. Huh? I think we do a lot. Wow. Interesting. Work Interesting. hard. I, you know, I would. I would also wonder if. Um, if I were to produce a tape saying, hey, Asian people, here's what you can do better in the future in 2017 or black guys or Middle Eastern guys or Hispanic guys. I wonder how well that would be received from those same people who produced that. Do you think they'd they'd receive that real well? I'm going to guess no. No. Uh, this was wasn't received all that well online, shockingly, because uh, there was there was like 11,000 people who objected to it, gave them the thumbs down and started tweeting about it. So they quickly removed it. But as I said, it's still out there. But there are some people that believe that this is not only acceptable, but it's needed. This is what's going to be good for us. If they do this, then I, as a white guy, am going to go, I had no idea. Wow, thank you so much, MTV, for telling me what I've done wrong low these many years. I will hear you, and I will go ahead and change my ways. Ironic, you've never heard what I've had to say about these things. So, But I'll, I'll go ahead and change my ways. Yeah. Uh, did you did you see the guy? I'll tweet out a link to this, by the way, so you could see the video. It's uh, at Doc Thompson show on Twitter. Please follow me. And you could see the guy because the guy that they picked up front, I wouldn't say is the best representation of all white guys. He's yeah, that's it. He's uh... I'm offended by that. <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? Because that guy does not <laughs> just just there's a lot. There's lots of things wrong with that. OK, that's what I'm saying. He's uh Maybe you could have said, hey, fellow homotype sexual men, here's what you could do better in 2017. Hey, non-heterosexual guys, here's what you could do better in 2017. Seems a little bit soft there. All right. I'm going to tweet out a link to it, get a quick break in, then I'm going to get some of your calls coming up as well. Lots more happening going on today. The number is 888-727-BECK. It's 888-727-BECK. Doc Thompson, pinch hitting on the Glenn Beck program today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.
individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glenbeck.com. What child is this to rest? Thanks so much for joining me. It's Doc Thompson in for Glenn today. Lots of people tweeting at me. It's at Doc Thompson Show. If you would, please follow me uh, during my morning radio broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network, which if you go to theblaze.com and click on channels, you can follow me there and find out more about my program. But we use the hashtag what I learned today, and lots of people are learning things today. Uh, political porn tweeting at Doc Thompson Show and at Cal79. That's KL79 for Cal, who's in New York. He said that S word was just stupid, ignorance unhinged. Um, yeah, it, based on his picture, he is a man of color, if that's an accurate uh, picture. So that's nice to hear that there are people who also recognize that this is just crazy. I don't need other people telling me, pointing the finger of racism while being racist. You're saying, stop being racist, and I'm going to tell you about it by being racist in a very racist way. Kalon Reeves tweeting uh, at uh, Doc Thompson Show at Glenn Beck. I think white guys have done an incredible job tolerating their constant, blatant, blind, hyper-racism. That is a wonderful point. We're constantly told that we're not nearly tolerant enough. We've got to be more tolerant. I have tolerated these claims of racism and divide and ignorance and attacks on me for years, and I've had enough. I'm not going to be tolerant of that. I'm not going to tolerate it at all, not for a second. And by the way, why are we preaching that we should be tolerant of other people? If you're a Christian, you should be loving your fellow man, even when they're jackholes like this. Leach, 598, tweeting at Doc Thompson Show. We need to start using the right word in the sentence. Should, you, uh, should go when adjusted for devaluation. Ah, uh, that's right. It's not adjusted for inflation anymore. Uh, Danny Statuti, tweeting at Doc Thompson Show. Idiots think slavery was invented in the U.S. Egypt enslaved the entire nation of Israel. That's an African thing. This, this is one of the... Biggest misnomers, that is slavery in America. It was not just black people who were slaves. All kinds of races were slaves. It was not just white people who owned slaves. There were black people who owned slaves in America. And it was less than 1% of all Americans who owned slaves. Slaves were brought to America, at least in part, by people in other countries who sold people into slavery. And none of us alive today owned a slave or were a slave. Get the hell over it. Get the hell over it. You want to deal with racism in America? Shut up and move on and get over it. That's the only way you're going to deal with it. Shut up, move on, and get over it. I've had enough of it. You're actually hurting your own cause now with crap like this. Because all you're doing is taking a person like me, who is genuinely an affable and reasonable person, and pissing me off. Everybody around here knows me as reasonable and affable, right? It's on my business card that way. At Doc Thompson Show, constitutional drunk. Wow, you really are wearing skinny jeans. They are not skinny jeans. I'm just so fat. They look like they're skinny jeans, like I'm poured into them. This is a question that came up during the end of my morning radio broadcast. 
Okay, this stuff like the MTV video, this is another example of fake news. That's really what this is. They have created something that is now or for a while was all over social media. Social media is media. It's today's media. When we used to say media, we meant television and radio and newspaper and magazines. But now social media is media, and there's a lot of news. So if something's on social media and it's topical, it is on some level news. This is an example of fake news. It's, it's lies and propaganda. That's what fake news is. It is lies and propaganda. Propaganda also lies, but it's propaganda with a specific purpose. A lot of times a political component to it. But that's what this is. It's fake news. They took a failed premise and spun an entire video out of it. Fortunately, this time around, people called them on it and it got shot down. But it was an example of fake news. Whereas a lot of people out there right now that are clamoring for some sort of government agency or more control over news and social media would claim that it's just traditional news outlets reporting things that are not based on fact. Fake news comes at us on many fronts. First of all, stuff like this, where people put out and would claim that this is actually an issue that is based on a failed premise that racism is all around us and that exclusively white people are racist and need to do something better in the coming year and then begin to teach us how we should be in the coming year. There's, of course, that. Then there is the outright fake news of somebody just writes up a story that they know is chock full of lies or based on one big lie and put it out there and sometimes it takes off and sometimes it doesn't. But then there is the lie of omission. The lie of omission where they report on a story But don't tell you everything. Your traditional news outlets that are now also on social media, like Washington uh, Post, the New York Times, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, CNN, all of these, MSNBC, that's what they do quite a bit. It's the lie of omission where they just don't tell you everything. So factually, what they're telling you is right, but there is a whole lot more to it than that. Then there's the, and the traditional media outlets are usually pretty good at this as well, where they will take um, a news selection, where they select certain stories without selecting others. This is also how they present fake news, because they give something more credit than it deserves while ignoring other things, which also should be something pertinent, something interesting to people. But they choose them. This is all fake news. It's all around us. Fake news always has been and always will be on some level around us. And the solution is not more government control. All that's doing is saying the people that used to have power want to control or try to control what they lost. One of the beauties over the, of the Internet and social media is that you and I, for the first time in the history of the world, have instant access to any bit of information. Just 20 years ago, we wouldn't have had that. You had to wait till your traditional media outlets told you what was news. Sometimes, often, it was fake news or had a fake news component to it because it was what Walter Cronkite told you what news was. It was what Peter Jennings told you what the news was. And if you wanted to research it, virtually impossible. Unless you had really deep pockets where you could fly around and interview people or whatever, you couldn't get the truth. But for the first time, we have that. And these people are freaking out. The stuff shirts at the traditional networks are freaking out. So they got to control it. So what did they do? Suggest fake news is a thing. 
When did they do it? When they realized they've started losing control with the election of Donald Trump. They did everything they could to get Hillary Clinton elected directly because they agree with her, supported her openly behind the scenes. And when they realized it didn't work, they said, wait a minute, we have lost it here. We've got to gather or gain control once again. So they started the idea of fake news, and they're going to keep pushing it. They're going to push the idea of a government agency to regulate it. At very very least, they're going to use their powers of influence over the corporate cronyism and cronies at places like Facebook to try to regulate. And that regulation will be regulating fake news with more fake news. What they determine news is. That's what we have to stand against. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. For Glenn Beck on his radio program today. Appreciate you joining me. Uh, we're talking about fake news and uh, unfortunately how common it is. And you know what? That's not a bad thing. No, I mean, I don't like to be fooled, but some of that's on us. You have to do your research. And no, you cannot research every single story. But that's the reason you start building relationships with people. You say, you know what? I follow this media outlet. They're usually pretty accurate. And if you do your research up front, you're also going to know who shares their biases right off the bat. It's the lack of knowledge of the bias that is what empowers them, anybody with fake news, where they don't tell you who they are. If you look at newspapers in the early days of America and when print was, was the main media source, it was town crier in print, they would tell you what their biases were right in the heading sometimes. The name of the newspaper would tell you what they believed and what they didn't believe. So you could say, okay, I can... I can take this for what it is. This is coming from a certain position. I'll glean out some of the facts. This is likely opinion-based, and you go on from there. It's the people that will not tell you who they are or what they believe, like, unfortunately, Facebook and Twitter and these people. Instead, you have to look at the people that own them or run them, and you go, oh, well, I'm expected to believe that you're incredibly progressive, and you give money to all these progressive causes, but none of that happens in your company. That doesn't influence who you are or what you report on at all. That doesn't happen. What, am I an idiot? Of course it happens. So then like Facebook, for example, is that they're going to they're gonna put out and employ some uh, facts che- fact checkers for fake news moving forward. And if you look up who their fact checkers are, one of them is Snopes. You know, urban legends and things reported. Snopes.com, sure, we all go there. You run Snopes.com? A bunch of progressives. I've caught Snopes in lies before. Sometimes lies of omission. Sometimes just reporting something that is inaccurate. But somehow Snopes, wonderfully, beautifully for them, got branded as the trustworthy debunker of urban myths in the early days. I had friends, go to Snopes, see if it's real. (laughs) You don't even know who these people are running it. And if you actually look at it, you'll realize they're, they're wrong quite often. 
Anything that infringes your free market, your ability to use capitalism, not cronyism, but capitalism, like government stepping in and saying, well, we need to monitor what is real and what's not real, is absolutely a fail. And then the cronies who buy government, people who have deep pockets and pay off via their lobbyists, like Facebook and Twitter, ABC, NBC, New York Times, any of these people, are also a problem. Free market. Let it run, and you and I do our research. That's the solution. The claims of fake news are simply out there right now to help some people. And by some people, I mean the same old Beltway DC insiders that are getting paid off by the cronies and the progressives. That's the truth. Wait, tell me your uh, tweets coming up. It's at Doc Thompson Show on Twitter. As long as I still have an account after that. <laughs> I don't know if I will. It may be banned soon. It's also at Doc Thompson Show on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Doc Thompson Show. We'll see if I still have an account there as well. Um, but uh, we're using the hashtag Facebook fact if you want to suggest something that is likely a fact to Facebook. Something from their perspective in the future that will be a fact. Hashtag Facebook fact. We'll get to those coming up. President Obama uh, is another example of fake news. In virtually all he does and says is fake news. A guy who has bitched about fake news is almost completely fake news. I offer for you one of his final full interviews that he um, granted to public broadcasting. And I hate to subject you to this, but there is a point to my madness. It's only a couple of minutes long. I'm not going to play the entire interview for you. It's about an hour or so. But it does make some really solid points about fake news. Here is President Obama being uh, interviewed. The demographics of the country are going to change. It's inevitable. Uh, The Latino community in America is going to grow. If you stopped all immigration today, just by virtue of birth rates, this is going to be a browner country. And if we're not thinking right now about how we make sure that next generation is getting a good education and (laughs) are instilled (laughs) with a common creed and the values that make America so special... Okay. And hold on a second. Hold on. Uh, So how is this an example of fake news? Because, again, it's only telling partial truths with this stuff. Number one, uh, yes, the country is going to become browner. It's becoming browner every day. White people, you see all the statistics and they've the benchmarks they've put out there so far have been true over the last five, 10, 20 years or so are going to eventually become a minority if things continue the way they are. White people have now become a minority if you combine all other races and ethnicities in America Um, It now is a minority to all of them combined, and by 2050 will be a minority to Latinos in America. If you look at the 10 most popular surnames in America, four of them now are Latino last names, and that was never the case 20, 30 years ago. This is true. He He is right about that. But why is that a reason we need to suddenly make sure kids are being educated? He said, he goes, so it's going to become browner, so we need to do what we have to do to make sure the future is bright for these people. So it didn't need to be bright if white people were going to be a minority. Is that what you're saying? What is? Or you haven't already helped different groups of people based on their best, by, by their ethnicity. What is what does that have to do with any of this? A little bit more. Maybe he cleans it up. Are instilled with a common creed and the values mm-hmm. that make America so special and are cared for and nurtured and loved uh this way every american child 
uh, is treated, then we're not going to be as successful. But the good news is we got time to do it. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, with respect wait, what to is, what, what is he suggesting for a moment there? He said that all of these children need to be instilled with the American values and principles, which there's a little bit of fake news right there, because what are the common values? The things that he says are common values are not actually common values. They're quite uncommon. They're actually things that separate us, and that's okay. The common values are basic support of personal freedoms and free market. That's it. That's what makes the whole thing work. But he would have you believe it's things that don't exist and things that will never exist. Not all people are going to like all people. Some people are going to be racist and sexist and misogynist and misandrist. This is always going to be there. You will never change that. That's human nature. Sometimes you're not going to like tall people or short people or thin people. That's okay. That's your right. That's not a common thread. Making people like each other is not a common thread. A common thread in America is you living your life and I'll live mine. But what's his point about we need to support and nurture all that? We weren't going to do it if it was Latinos? We haven't done it if it's Latinos? We're only interested to do it if it's white people? None of that makes any sense. A bit more from President Obama. We're not going to be as successful, but the good news is we got time to do it. Um, With respect to race and the relationship uh, between the African-American community and police, all these smartphones suddenly taking pictures are not uh, documenting a suddenly worsening relationship between the African-American community and the police. They are recording what has been a long-standing <laughs> tension. Uh, and, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's, uh, that's fake news right there. Smartphones aren't suddenly reporting something that is increasing. This is a long-standing tension between the African community and and police. Long-standing tension? What does he mean by tension? And it's always been horrible, but people are now just suddenly finding out about it? That's a lie of omission. That's a fake news of omission. You mean to tell me it is disproportionate. Police are disproportionately targeting black people based on their race. Through no fault of their own, cops are just saying, you know what, Pete, let's go out and rouse some brothers today because we're racist. Let's treat them like hell. You know what, let's just go ahead and shoot them. Or does he mean just tension? Did he mean tension, the struggles? Well, if he just meant tension between cops and the African-American community, as he put it, is that the responsibility or fault of law enforcement? Maybe some of the tension is simply... There because the African community has misnomers and wrong beliefs about police officers at times. He's not sharing that. This is strictly putting the, the fault at the feet of police and, of course, racism in general in America. A bit more explanation on that. A little bit more from the president. The sense on the part of police that they're put in a very difficult situation of mm-hmm. trying to manage uh, law enforcement in poor communities where we guns are easily accessible ah community okay uh, see it's the fault of guns as well (laughs) what has to do with guns so police are in a difficult spot of being in poor communities and dealing with guns he went from the police have tension with black people and they're in a difficult spot when they go into poor communities well that's mutually can be mutually exclusive. Not all black communities are poor. Not all poor communities are black. 
So he segued now to and blurred the lines with poor communities. And the reason that they have trouble in poor communities is because of guns. So it's fault of guns now, too. Okay. Again, more fake news. It's all propaganda. Here we go. A little bit more. Uh, African-American community being rightly convinced that there is a long history of racial bias in our criminal justice system. Uh, and as, as painful as it is, you know, that conversation is long overdue. So uh, hold it. Hold what? The conversation is long overdue. <laughs> what conversation? How many more friggin' conversations can we have? I hate talking about race, but I got to hold these people accountable. These people, these progressives like President Obama, I've got to point this stuff out. How many claims of conversations do they need to put forward? How many conversations do we need to have? I'm sick of the conversation. So in his mind, we haven't had a conversation or we just simply need another one? Have the conversations worked if we've had them in the past? According to him, we still have all these tensions, still all of these problems. We just need another conversation. So if he believes there have been conversations they haven't worked, you're doing it wrong. It hasn't worked. Why do you want to keep doing what hasn't worked? Or you think we haven't had a conversation, in which case, I don't know where the hell he's been. He's been flapping his jaws for years about this stuff. Stop talking about it. That's the new way forward. Tell people to sit down and shut up. If you have a problem, address it based on the issue and move on. Does racism exist? Yes. And so does a lot of other problems that people have. People just treating people at hell at work for all kinds of different things. That has nothing to do with their race. We don't need another conversation. We need a leader to tell people to get back to work. A little bit more from President Obama. My, my feeling is, is that if everybody takes a breath. Here's the solution. And if we Take can a structure a conversation uh-huh, uh-huh. that is less about how somebody else is trying to mm-hmm. take advantage of me and structure the conversation around how can we work together to solve problems that makes right. everybody better off. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So he started uh, off that, telling uh, you how some people are being screwed over, people that racially identify with him, but then ends it with the solution is we all need to stop paying attention to what we feel is bad for us and start thinking about everybody. That's complete crap. It's fake news. It's propaganda. And I'm calling you out, Mr. President. It's time we had a leader. You have been a failure. Hopefully, President-elect Trump will do better. Doc Thompson in for Glenn Beck and the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Thompson Show. It's a great way to join the program. You can also dial 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. But uh, we'll read through some more tweets here. It's at Doc Thompson Show. Sharita Maxi tweeting at Doc Thompson Show. So what is the solution? Let's stop talking about and continue being ignorant. Hmm. 
Now, based on the picture, Sharita would be a person of color, as it was presented to me earlier today, a person of color. Uh, Sharita, the solution is for all of us to stop being so sensitive. If somebody does something wrong to you, something that is illegal, then file charges, call the police, and move on. If it's a civil case, fine, file your lawsuit. If somebody says something mean to you, calls you a name based on your race, move on. The world doesn't believe this. Not all people believe this. Stop claiming that you're so injured by this because it's not just race that claims it. You could claim it based on your fat. I mean, fat people are discriminated against all the time. Try sitting in an airplane seat today. It's a discrimination against fat people. Some people have claimed that. How many times do we rip on people for being fat and say mean things? Stop being so sensitive and move on. And start seeing the good in how many people out there don't care about such things and people who treat you well. The people who use racism like this are using it for their own benefit. The solution is stop. It's not about ignorance. It's not about if you stop talking about the claims of somebody discriminating against you is ignorant and will continue to be ignorant. The more we learn to communicate with each other without talking about the pains of racism and just say, wow, that person's a good dude and get to know each other. They have struggles like I do and they're just trying to feed their family. The more we will understand each other and the more it will go away. The claims of racism hurt it. And there are a couple of other solutions which I'm happy to share with you next as we continue on the Glenn Beck program in just a minute. It's Doc Thompson in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Mercury.